Freedom is not a gift bestowed upon us by other men, but a right that belongs to us by the laws of God and nature. Benjamin Franklin You're listening to the Matt Gore Podcast, where freedom reigns for now. Welcome to this edition of the Matt Gore Podcast. I just want to start off this episode with a little bit of housekeeping, just to let you know where I am, what's been going on with the podcast, and where I'm going from here. Um, I've been uh, absent for a while, and I apologize for that. It has been an, a busy summer, and I've been trying to focus on uh, family and work. But getting back into the podcast, um, I am changing my focus from a more broader political podcast to to more focus on schools, particular, particularly uh, the schools where I live uh, in Harnett County, North Carolina. So I'm going to be focused mostly on on schools where that whether it comes to masking or CRT um, or you know basically leftist woke indoctrination. So that's where we're going from here with the podcast. There will still be other episodes that focus on more national issues or 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 more you know other conservative issues. But that is going to be my main focus right now because that is where the battle is. The battle is in the schools. We have to win back our schools if we have any hope for this country. Um, so I just wanted to, to to lay that out for you and let you know where my head is and, and where this podcast is going from here. Um, one of the main reasons I have been really worried about CRT um, recently, but one of the main pushes for this is the mask mandates that are happening our school system here in, in Harnett County uh, was standing pretty strong until last week. Five days before school started, they they broke down and and put in a mask mandate. Um, so again, just want to let you know where we're going. And now let's get to the show. start this episode by by reading you an email that I sent to the Harnett County School Board, Board of Education, last Friday. Here it goes. First of all, I want to commend Mrs. Bennett, Mr. Godfrey, and Mr. Lemons for voting with their conscience today. You articulated why you would be voting yay or nay. You voted for what is best for the children of Harnett County, in your opinion. Thank you for that. That is what elected representation is supposed to do. Now to Mr. Jaggers, Mr. Powell, and Dr. Fleming. You chose not to stand up for what you believe is best for our children. You chose to bow to the mob. You chose to accept the tyranny from Raleigh. You chose to fold under the pressure of the liberal media. This is not leadership. Why do we have a local county government at all if we are just going to roll over to whatever Raleigh decides is best for us? 
Where is your fight? I moved to Harnett County seven years ago to escape the idiocracy of Raleigh, but now I see it cannot be outrun. Your job is to lead Harnett County schools. You failed in that job today. You voted back in June and on August 2nd that children do not need masks in school. On August 18th, you changed that decision, not because you believe we need masks, but because you don't believe the governor can be overruled. Now, at first glance, the numbers look bad for August 18th. Yes, we have basically doubled our cases since August 2nd. And the numbers are even worse compared to June, but compare them to our peaks. Lower numbers are very easy to double. One to two is a 100% increase the same as 100,000 to 200,000. The daily cases and active cases have increased with Delta, but the deaths aren't following. That's what we should be focused on. There is no scientific data that shows kids are transmitters of the virus. There is also no data that transmissions are reduced by masking children. There was a recent article in the Wall Street Journal by Dr. Marty McCary from Johns Hopkins University that explains just that. On top of this, the research the CDC used to advise masking kids was not even peer-reviewed. Not only are masks ineffective, but also dangerous to children and adults for that matter. Assuming that masks do work, adults are terrible at wearing masks, and children are worse. We constantly adjust them and contaminate them. We do not clean them properly and don't change them as frequently as we should. Forcing a child to wear a damp, soiled, bacteria-laden rag over their face for six to eight hours a day is dangerous. Masks are at best a talisman. They're a religious symbol of the Branch Covidians. They are a symbol of voodoo science that we have been subjected to throughout this pandemic. They are the uniform of the woke. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics in states reporting, 0.00% to 0.03% of all child COVID-19 cases resulted in death. Not 3%, 0.03. On August 18th, we broke a streak of 132 consecutive days in the United States that we were under 1,000 daily deaths with COVID, which currently ranks at the, as the seventh most likely way to die in the U.S., just ahead of diabetes. On August 18, 2020, one year ago, the U.S. suffered 1,315 deaths with COVID. That was without any vaccinations. On August 18, 2021, this year, with vaccines in place, the U.S. suffered 1,055. So last year, you had 0.004% odds of a COVID death. This August, 0.003%. Now, this doesn't even begin to address the mental and psychological damage that has been done to our children over the past 18 months. It is time to move on and get back to normal. Children need to get back into school with a sense of normalcy. And I don't mean new normal. Parents have the right to choose if they mask their children, not the government. Children need to be in school. They need to be able to socialize, play sports, and learn without an irrational fear of dying that has been caused by the media and government health officials. We pulled our kids out of school last year and homeschooled them. It was absolutely the right decision for our children. We knew that last year would be a circus between virtual and in-person learning. You proved us right. 
This year, we decided to re-enroll our children in public school. We made this decision after your bold decision to make masks optional. We had faith that you would remain strong. Today, you let us down. My children cried today after they heard of your cowardice. They cried because they wanted to live their life. They wanted to see their friends every day like normal. They want to learn. They know that their parents love them, and that is why we are most likely going to homeschool them again this year. We cannot, in good faith, submit our children to the physical and psychological damage that you have mandated today. You have chosen child abuse. We cannot. So what is next for Harnett County if we do not stand up now? People say it can't happen here, but what will keep us from devolving into Australia and their extreme lockdowns, or New Zealand shutting down their entire country for one case? You voted on this three times. In June, there was plenty of time for parents to prepare for this school year. Even on August 2nd, that gave parents a few weeks to prepare, but holding this quote-unquote emergency meeting five days before school starts is inexcusable and very reminiscent of what you pulled last year switching to virtual learning. Your job is to lead. You flirted with the idea of leading in June and earlier this month, but today you bowed. If you are incapable of leading, which it seems that you are, it's time to resign and get out of the way. So what made them change their mind after they voted twice not to mask children? So originally back in June, uh, the governor had had indicated that he was going to let his mask mandate expire, which included mask mandate for school. Well, the Harnett County Board of Education went ahead and jumped on that and voted that the following school year, this coming fall, uh, they would not require masks in schools. Great decision. That made us, as a family, decide, hey, we're ready to give public schools a try again. Well, then Delta happens. Numbers start creeping up. Early August, August 2nd, the Harnett County Board of Education votes again, four to one, that they are not going to mask our children. They're going to leave it optional, leave it up to the parents, parents' decision where it belongs. Again, that was a four to one vote. There are four Republicans on the Board of Education, one Democrat. Then, August 18th, the governor and the Department of Health in North Carolina changed their uh, toolkit, is what they call it, which is their their interim guidance for, for safe schools. So they changed the toolkit to basically make it impossible for a county or or school district to go against the governor even though the governor is not issuing a new mask mandate this is kind of a backdoor mandate um, in this toolkit which made the the process pretty much impossible you're going to have people quarantined for two weeks you're going to have you're going to lose entire uh, custodial and cafeteria staffs uh, entire classes or multiple classes are going to end up having to quarantine just over one case 
if everyone is not in compliance with masks. So on August 18th, again, the, the governor updated the toolkit or the, the state updated the toolkit and the Board of Education called an emergency meeting and they all laid out exactly how they felt about masking children. The one Democrat was for it. The four Republicans were against masking children. They felt that it was unnecessary, unhealthy, and um, it should be left up to, it is a freedom choice and it should be left up to the parents. With that being said, again, the four Republicans were against masking children. When it came to vote, two Republicans stood strong and voted their conscience and said, no, we are not masking our children and we are not taking this decision away from the parents. The one Democrat voted for a mask mandate and two Republicans, including the chair, switched their vote and voted to mask our children. So three to two, they vote, yes, we're instituting a mask mandate. That's three to two. And their their reasoning is, is that it's going to be too hard to operate a school system with this new toolkit without having a mask mandate. So five days before school starts, they throw everyone a curveball. So my initial thoughts are, where where is your fight? How can you how can you just roll over and take uh, this this backdoor mandate from Governor Cooper? If we don't fight now, if we don't fight now, when is this ever going to turn around? If they are able to just push and push and push, and we never fight back, we're going to end up just like Australia or New Zealand. We've got to fight back. This is ridiculous. We, we have a constitution for a reason. So if we don't fight back now, then, then when? If we, don't, if, we, if we just take it and take it and take it and never push back, when, when are we ever going to fight back? When are we ever going to get our country back? When are we ever going to get our lives back? So like I, like I read before, the, um, the letter or email that I sent to the entire school board, um, I did have some responses from it and basically the, the 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 people who did vote for it you know said why they voted for it hey we hope this is only temporary this is because of the toolkit we don't really want to mask your children but we don't see any other way around it um we we hope that this is temporary and that we can find a way to work around this toolkit well it's not going to be temporary the governor and the board of health or the health department are never going to relinquish their power. If we don't fight back now, if we don't show any effort in fighting, they are not going to change. They are going to keep this control and power until they have us locked down, completely locked down again and isolated and completely reliant upon the government. I saw an article uh, this week about a mask mandate in Charleston, South Carolina. They fought back, and they didn't allow it to take place. They refused to obey. They refused to comply, and the city quickly pulled the mask mandate. I also reached out to some of the leadership of the Harnett County GOP, told them how fed up I was with Republicans. Why, why should I be a Republican anymore? So why would I want to be a Republican anymore? I mean, now they've failed me on a local level with this school board decision. 
They failed me on a state level with the General Assembly, which is controlled by Republicans, and they've done absolutely zero to fight Governor Cooper's tyranny. They also failed us on a national level. They failed to support President Trump in his four years as president. They didn't do any everything he did, he had to do on his own, even though for the first two years they had the House and the Senate. Then they also failed to support him fighting against election fraud, all that nonsense. And also on a national level, we have two of the absolute worst rhinos for senators in Tom Tillis and Richard Burr. They're useless. They need to go immediately. So why why be a Republican? So I I was um, the secretary for my um, GOP precinct here in Harnett County. On August 19th, after the school board decision, I... I resigned my position as secretary effective immediately because I could no longer I could no longer support the the GOP. Now my goals haven't changed. What I think is best for the country, for my county, for my city is typically going to align with Republicans, but the problem with Republicans is they they have no backbone. They have no backbone and they refuse to fight. So I am now a proud, unaffiliated voter in the state of North Carolina. I have been a registered Republican since I was 18 years old, and that is no longer the case. So, um, yeah, proud, unaffiliated, independent voter. But where where do we where do we go from here? Where do we go from here to to fix this? Well, again, like I said, my my main goal for this podcast now is to focus on local schools. And how we can make them better. You know, public schools—they're they're an evil necessity in a lot of ways. We we are lucky where we live. They are not these crazy liberal indoctrination camps. But that doesn't mean that that's not out there in our county because it is. I plan to send my kids to public school as long as possible before I have to move them to private. But how do we make this better? How do we make this better? The number one thing is we've got to show up to these school board meetings. We've got to show up and show out. We've got to be loud and vocal, and we've got to have the facts. We can't just come to them saying, masks are bad. I don't like them. No, we've got to have, that. We've got to have documentation and facts. We've got to have teachers on board. So if you know a teacher that, that feels the way we do about these masks, and vaccines, you've got to get them on board. We need their voices because all the voices that you hear from teachers right now are in support of masks or in support of vaccine mandates or in support of remote learning and in support of CRT and in support of liberal indoctrination and reliance on the government. We've got to have those voices. If you know a doctor who doesn't support this nonsense, we need their voice. We need their voice. It's it's not enough just to have parents. We need parents. We need a lot of them. We need to have that school board meeting packed out. We need to have that school board meeting packed out with parents, doctors if possible, and teachers. Teachers' voices are going to go a long way. So we need you, teachers. So if you know a teacher or if you know a doctor or anyone, a leader in the community, we need their voice. So like I said, we, we've got to come with facts. We've got to do our research. 
We can't just come up there and say, masks are bad. Um, masks are bad. Get rid of them and think anything's going to happen. We've got to make these people understand that we are educated on this subject. The CDC has even released studies that show that masking students shows no statistical difference in the transmission of COVID. So, you know, we've got we've got to pull facts like that. We've got to we've got to pull facts about uh, carbon monoxide and the mental um, aspect, the psychological aspect of and the the learning delays that are going to happen because of wearing masks. We've got to have facts with us. So again, um, do your research. Write up something eloquent that you're going to say at the school board meeting. It needs to come from the heart, but it needs to be based in fact. That's the only way to make a difference. The next thing we need to do is we need to make sure that these Republicans on the school board know that we are going to hold them accountable, that we're not going to vote for them in the next election just because they have an R next to their name. If if a Republican is voting for masking children, they need to be primaried and they need to lose. And if they don't lose in the primary, they don't need our support in the general. So if they win the primary, do not vote for them in the general just because they're a Republican. Because obviously, they're not much better than a Democrat. So if you're, if you're willing to compromise your morals and your ethics just because it makes it easier, then, then you got to get out of the way. You're, you're no good. You're no good. You're not a leader. It's time to step aside. So when is this meeting? Uh, I'm not sure now. Um, it was on the schedule to be September 13th. Uh, so pay attention to when this meeting is. Um, right now, there is a message on the Harnett County Schools website that says the Harnett County School Board. It says the Harnett County Board of Education will have a joint work session meeting with the Harnett County Board of Commissioners on Tuesday, August 31st at 9 a.m. Uh, this meeting can be, be viewed by copying the following link into your browser. So if you go to the school board website, there's a link to a YouTube channel, which is where they have all their meetings, where this last meeting was. So just make sure you, you stay in touch with when these meetings are. So again, Tuesday, August 31st, 9 a.m., plan to be tuned in to that YouTube meeting uh, to make sure you know what's going on with this Board of Education. And if all else fails, the next meeting for the Board of Education should be September 13th. But like I said, there's nothing currently on their calendar. It was there before, but now it's gone. Not sure what's going on. A little bit of funny business. Another good way to stay in touch is there is a new Facebook page. There's two new Facebook pages um, directly linked to this. There's one called Stand Up Harnett. And then there is another one that has grown in just a few days. Uh, HCPS, Harnett County Public Schools. So HCPS, Parents for Freedom. You need to find that Facebook group. Join it. Uh, there's a lot of great information on that. People are sharing, you know, forms that they've had to fill out for mask exemptions. They're sharing ideas on how we fight this. Again, you need to be in the know. Um, these people seem to be kind of tapped into to insider information. So join that HCPS Parents for Freedom Facebook page. It's a really good group and they will keep you updated on all that's going on with Harnett County 
public schools, what's going on with masking, what's going on with vaccine mandates, what's going on with uh, meetings scheduled and stuff like that. So um, again, you need to be in the know and you need to show up to the school board meetings, be loud, show up, show out and be educated. Make sure you come with facts. Thank you again for listening to the Matt Gore podcast. Um, Again, really, really appreciate the support. Um, Stay on top of these issues. Stay on top of these issues. Join that Facebook page I talked about. Follow my Facebook page, the Matt Gore podcast. You can also find me on MeWe, Parler, Gitter, Rumble. Like, rate, review us wherever you can on Spotify, whatever. Uh, And again, I really appreciate you listening. Stay strong and let's fight for our kids. Second Corinthians 3.17 Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom.